Hi, this is Scott Sustachek, your host for CEO to CEO, the podcast from the CEO Roundtable. CEO Roundtable is a peer-to-peer organization that brings business leaders together to share wisdom, experience, and insights from the trenches. Today's episode is sponsored by IntroWorks, launching powerful B2B brands for more than 30 years. Learn more about them at intro.works. This episode of CEO to CEO as as my special guest, Mike Munson, who is CEO of Benson Orth. Mike, welcome. Well, thanks for that, Scott. I don't know how special I am, but I appreciate that. <laughs> Today you are you are extremely special here. So uh, and I, I've been looking forward to this because we're going to be talking about uh, transitions and transitions in a company and, and in a company that's growing and how an owner uh, moves from being the integrator and visionary and, and spinning all the plates to bringing in the talent uh, to help him grow the company, him or her grow the company. And uh, Mike, you've been on, a, I think, a really unique path, and I'm glad you're, you're sitting down with us today to share it with our audience. Well, great. Well, thanks for that. The path has been unique in many ways. When I bought Benson North in 09, I had never had any idea that I'd be sitting here doing a podcast with anybody, uh, number one. Number two, I bought the business to salvage the company and the employees. So that was my vision at the time. Sometime in, later on in 09 is when I joined CEO Roundtable. John Soderberg was uh, nice enough to introduce me to the group. Uh, ever since, the, the company's grown. We've had some minor setbacks, as anybody does in the business. We became a traction company four years ago, and uh, the, the visionary and the integrator was my role. Now, Todd Lutkin is our integrator, and uh, I'm the true visionary. The visionary. And I, I, again, I, the, the true visionary is something I never uh, anticipated being because I was always a worker bee. Yeah. Now that uh, we're, we're fully integrated into the traction world, I understand uh, the visionary's role, and it's, it's fun. I'm having a blast. The transition of moving away from the, the integrator to just visionary has been not challenging in a way, but uh, different. And the difference is you have to think more uh, outside the box. And then the, the integrator and the rest of the people on your management team have to grasp what you're thinking outside the box. You have and, to figure out how to, how to make it work in the company. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, as long as we're speaking about that, tomorrow we have our quarterly meeting, offsite meeting, and we're, we're going through our VTO tomorrow and, and updating everything. And I, I do get to sit back a little bit and listen to my management team, and hopefully they listen to me, which I'm... Certain they do, but again, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's uh, offsite uh, quarterly meeting. Well, I think too. One, once you get used to that role of visionary, and and those quarterly meetings shift for you. You know, you just mentioned you can sit back, right? You can sit back and sort of see this play out with the team, and and probably spot some weaknesses or areas where they might be missing. But it also opens your mind to other things that they're seeing that maybe you didn't see. So it. It's got to be a, a nice position for you. And that's really has taken place, Scott, you know, in the last year and a half, that being able to spot those things. And uh, it's been fun and interesting and hopefully uh, rewarding for the, the other folks in the group that 
they can take uh, some of that, sometimes with a grain of salt, uh, because you can be critical at times. And then you can see what the feedback is, which is always interesting to see how your management team responds to that. Yeah. And uh, my, my management team has responded very well. We have a very strong integrator, and he's done a wonderful job uh, keeping me and the rest of the people on track. Do you and Todd do same page meetings? Do you, where you get together on a routine basis and just make sure that he's moving in the way you need him to? You're seeing things that he's seeing. Actually, we don't have formal meetings, but we have a basically meeting every day. And that is one thing that we, mm-hmm. we, we talk about is how he sees it, how I see it. We, we bounce ideas off and say, hey, you know, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Which, you know, that's a big part of it. running a business and being part of the, the management team is not just always agreeing with the, what the visionary sees or wants. Somebody saying, you know, Mike, I think you're off base and here's what I think might be a better way to do it. And as an integrator, I think that's his role. Mm-hmm. If, if we go back in time a little bit, Todd and I have worked together for 22 years and he finishes my sentences. <laughs> and he, and, you know, I mean, it's incredible on right. how, how, we, how like-minded we are. Well, the, I, I love the, the fact that you've got a daily cadence, right? Like you guys are checking in every day. Here's what's happening. Here's what happened yesterday. Here's where we're going today. Yeah. So I've got some uh, 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 PTO coming up. and um, They give you that? as, they, as... They, I, I, <laughs> I, I've earned it, I think. But, yeah, they do give it to me. And, and Todd said the other day, Mike, take some time off. And with that being said, when I'm on out in down in Mexico or we're at my cabin, we still communicate literally every day. Maybe not on the same level that when we're here. Yeah. But the operational role of what where Todd is at in the integrator position, that's a tough job. Yeah. And and he he wants to bounce things off somebody. Mm-hmm. Which which again, he is really good at that. He's great at framing the questions. He's he takes my feedback usually uh, and and says you know. That's great perspective, and I, I agree a lot of times with what he's saying on his perspective, and generally we come away with a plan of action, Yeah. Uh, at least during that meet, quick meeting on daily. We'll see what br- uh, tomorrow brings um, as far as our quarterly, because a lot of stuff um, happens, uh, as you know, uh, during those meetings, and we've got a full day tomorrow. <laughs> That'll be fun. Well, so you mentioned the name of uh, CEO Roundtable legend Johnny Soderberg. So we got to give give a shout out to John. Yeah, he is a great guy and been in the CEO Roundtable a long, long time. So v- very valuable asset. I want to talk, and we've just jumped right into the topic, which has been great. But I want to just give our listeners a, a little background on you. Longtime career in construction started with your dad as a mason in, yes. in his company and his business. Uh, went to UW Stout, graduated, got a job at Adolphson Peterson, probably grew up there, came over to Benson Orth in 93. Yes. Bought the company in, in 2009. And it sounds like, you know, as a turnaround of, of something that you said, hey, this, this needs some help. Yeah. You know, that it wasn't so much a, a turnaround, but if you recall back in 08, 09, the real estate industry was in trouble. And the guy that actually had bought Benson Orth from the original owners was a real estate developer. Oh. And uh, he didn't understand. The reason he recruited me to 
come over and run Bensonhorst because he didn't understand the, the construction business. He was a real estate guy. Okay. And so when his back got against the wall, things changed for him. And hopefully what the transaction that took place, uh, I helped him. He helped me. Todd's still here and many of the other guys back in 09 are still here with us. And uh, it's been fun. It's been very rewarding. And again, uh, challenging at the same time. Yeah. The um, and then you mentioned you you know you've been married for forty five years. Congratulations on that. Your 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 wife's artwork all over your office here. Yep. So she's she's clearly talented. She is uh, not only talented. She's a wonderful person. She's done a wonderful wonderful job with our two daughters, and um, we now have a grandson. And um, oh, congratulations! Yeah, she's doing a wonderful job with with. Uh, our little grandson and um, he's four already, and um, we spend we're neighbors, and so we spend a lot of time with uh, with our grandson, and it's it's nice. a it's a blast. And I tell you, being married for that long, she's not always roses. She's my right hand person. Yeah, and then one of your daughters is is in the business with you. She is, um, and she's doing a. She's been with Benson Orth for twelve years now. She's just uh, blossomed into a, a very integral part of the business, and she's on a ju junior table and her and the other rest of the folks from that table are going to come in and join us at her first part four hours of the uh, on uh, offsite meeting tomorrow okay so she's integrated into uh traction and eos and understands it and that's part of why i look looking forward to it oh yeah and so i want to roll back to uh you know you being visionary and integrator and, and all rolled into one and because i've seen so many owners similar to yourself that have struggled to make that move and, and either have made it in, in a timely fashion, not invested in that next level of leader, or they made the wrong hire, promoted someone, it didn't work, either they realized it and, and made a change or the person realized it and left. Sure. I've seen a lot of a lot of misses with that, right? And but you continue to move through this in a very successful way. You've continued to grow Benson Orth. Uh, what did you mention? You've got 13 projects right now yeah. underway. I mean, that that's a healthy yeah. backlog of work. And you've continued to build this business, but you also have now shifted from being visionary and integrator to just the visionary. And so it, it begs the question, you know, at what point did you realize I gotta do something different? I can't, I can't keep all this going by myself. I need some some hat. Well, you know, so the, the evolution of Benson Orth and our integrator slash visionary didn't happen overnight. We embarked on this uh, journey starting about five years ago. And a quick story about it. We interviewed some facilitators, um, chose somebody, and then we put it on uh, on hold. And not sure why we put it on hold. I think we were in a real growth mode and um, anyways, about a year after that, we got back on that journey, re-interviewed uh, and hired the person that is actually our facilitator to this day. So the quick story is that uh, after the first year, I said, guys, this is not working. It's just not working. And uh, so Todd kind of grabbed me by the uh, collar and said, come on, Mike, let's don't jump off the ledge. Let's, let's sit down, <laughs> think about Stay this. Stay in it with us. <laughs> and, and at that time, I realized that he was a much better integrator than I was. Hmm. And um, that's where we determined I was, I'm the visionary and, and you're the integrator instead of Mike being both. Mm -hmm. And ever since that day, that time period, we've 
embarked on a, on a very good, successful component of that. And what that means to me is that by having Todd as the integrator and myself as the, the visionary, that we've been able to navigate, be nimble. And actually, the, the work that we've got going today, a lot of it in Iowa, a lot of it in Wisconsin, is, is because of, of Todd's leadership. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but uh, the visionary piece of that, uh, because I still do a lot of business development, sales, and marketing, has been simultaneously going along with Todd and his uh, operational component of running the business. Yeah. Well, and, it, and you know, really finding that rhythm between the two of you and, and developing that has certainly opened doors for, for not only each other, but for the company as well. Absolutely. Uh, as you've put this together and, in, in, you know, you and Todd are developing your roles and he's building a leadership team, you know, from your perspective, what's been the biggest challenge that you've faced in doing this? You know, um, probably uh, rapid growth back four or five years ago. We just were on a tear and uh, grew way, way, way too fast. Okay. And if I would encourage anybody that's listening that rapid growth is very, it's, it's hard on an organization. And it was very hard on us. And that's when we saw the light to get going with with traction in the EOS is that we needed to figure out how to control the growth, how to control the revenue. Um, As we moved quickly before we got involved in it, I mean, we were throwing stuff at the wall to see what would stick instead of actually having a plan. Sure. And that's really the the eye-opening thing about Todd's role, my role, and the rest of the management team is that we all have places that we need to be within those roles. And and part of that is to benchmark that revenue, um, how quickly we grow, how many projects we take, how many people do we hire, how many people do we interview. We're always looking at a resource to make sure that the work that we're pursuing, we can actually accomplish, which we didn't do before. Yeah, We actually would just take the work because it was the, the thing to do. Uh, my mind is sign up as much work as we can. We'll figure out how to get it done. Right. You know, that's that didn't work. Where we're at today is a lot better feeling for for the company, for the employees, and I think primarily for our customers because they see that we're we're really physically looking at our resource all the time to make sure that we can accomplish what we've promised to accomplish for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that you know. Being more selective and learning how to say no, right? To think yeah. that, okay, that's not in our wheelhouse. We're not going to do that. Right. But, but it allows you then to focus on the more important clients that are going to help you build your business over the long haul. Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to say no, especially from from a guy that is sales-driven. You do have to just look at things, take a step back and look at what you have in front of you as far as resource to deliver what the owners envision. Mm-hmm. If the core values don't match with theirs and, and ours, there's an issue there. And, and we, we say no a lot more than we ever have. Yeah. And so as you, as you think about our audience, and, and you probably have other people on your roundtable or people that you know that are trying to make decisions around, gosh, I've been the visionary and the integrator. Uh, I think it's time for me to think about something different. What, where do they start? As you think about your journey, what would you say to, to someone who says, hey, I'm thinking about this. What should I think about? 
Well, so a couple of things. My journey is a succession of where do we take the company? What's the next step in that? But as far as taking a step back and, and looking at people that are contemplating uh, the EOS traction journey about integrator versus visionary and your management team, that is imp extremely important to the success of mm -hmm. not only the uh, the people on your management team, but the success of the rest of the company. Mm -hmm. and, and I would suggest that people examine that, that who's on your management team, who are the people in the seats, are they in the right seats? We made a, a, a major blunder when we started out our, our management team. We were grooming a person, and um, uh, he was ready to come on the management team. Instead of him saying, yep, uh, I start next Monday, he handed in his resignation. So my point by bringing that up, Scott, is the, the fact of the matter is that we didn't see it properly. But what it teaches you and what, what we, we know now is that um, he was had fear about being held accountable. Mm. And the accountability is paramount to the success of the management team, to the success of, of your company. And obviously, people fire themselves uh, when they realize these guys are going to hold us account, hold me accountable to, to these roles. And it, that's what I would encourage people to do is examine more of that before they make those decisions. Yeah, you've, you've really given us some rich insight into th this whole integrator visionary and making that transition from you know the, the way you communicate with Todd to, the, to who are the people on the bus? Who are the people around the table helping you make those decisions? So I want to switch gears on you now a little sure. bit and talk about the CEO roundtable. Okay. Uh, and I'd like to just throw this out to say, you know, as you use your roundtable to, to put ideas off of, sound things against, what's been the, the biggest issue they've helped you dive into? Um, it, it's really hard to uh, pick one because they, they've been so um, – this table that I'm on um, is, is just it, – it, it's, it's not only – supportive when it comes to business, but so supportive when it comes to family and your personal life. Mm -hmm. And um, if, if, if anything, I think it's been um, examining you to the core and helping and asking their help about guidance in that way. Mm -hmm. I think business is a little bit more specific versus your family and your personal. And I think what the folks on my table have really given me, I'll, I'll say that it's, it's been a gift from them. They've been supportive in, in, in those ways. And, and as we talked about, I've been married for 45 years and it's not all uh, peachy all the time. And the, the support you get because everybody's in the same boat mm -hmm. and um, uh, family's the same way. And, yeah. and of course, you can deal with the business piece of it a little bit more analytically than you can family and personal life. So I think that's really the biggest thing that I'm not sure if that's uh, apropos to, to the question you asked, but that's how I feel about my table and what they bring. And, and hopefully I bring similar things to them. 
Well, yeah, and I think you're you're highlighting something that I think I've seen that that members of the roundtable really gain from, especially businesses like yours, where your family is involved, right? And that becomes an aspect of the business, right? And so, yeah. how how do you navigate that? And so, it having the, that kind of sounding board and people who have been in similar situations, seen similar situations, has has to be invaluable for you. Yeah, it it really has been. And going back to the, the shout out to John Soderberg is yeah. that he and I knew each other way before CEO Roundtable, and and John knew me, knows me, knows my family, uh, brother, sister, mom, dad, guys like that that can look at you and look you in the, in the eye and and separate. Uh, Mike Munson from the business versus Mike Munson from the the family man and 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 the personal side of it. Yeah. And and again, I think there's a lot of people in CEO Roundtable like John, like myself, that really understand that it's not all about just business. Yeah. The and again, I think that's again part of the whole Roundtable concept. That Absolutely. Can bring that value to you and. So now I've got three questions for you that'll help our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> a little side note. Maybe it's that. So Nobody is my favorite movie. My uh, nephew was in it, um, had some friends that wrote it. Oh. I invested in it. So Nobody is my favorite movie. Okay. Again, a personal connection, it right? It does, yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and, and to this day, Todd, our integrator is involved in that nobody piece too. I sold my rights to Todd. <laughs> Anyways, um, I've, I've got a lot of movies that I like. Okay. Uh, read a lot of books. And, uh, what are you reading now? That's another You know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a Reacher fan, so I've read most of his books. John Grisham, you know, I've got a, a new book on my table over here that's uh, called the Get 10%. Okay. It's about meditation and about personal healing and whatnot. Uh, I'm I'm anxious to read that. I literally have about four or five books going at a time. Yeah. And then the last question: What's your bucket list concert? There's a poster on the wall from the Peach Festival. Mm. I live and die by the the jam band era. And okay. I, and I love uh, Warren Haynes and Government Mule. I've seen seen him several times, but I'd like to go back out to the Peach Fest one more time. All right. Well, this has been fantastic, Mike. Thank you for sharing you know, your journey from you know, visionary and integrator to now being visionary at Benson North, the growth you've had. Uh, I think it's been really insightful for our audience. So thank you. Well, thanks for having me. This was really fun. Let's do it again. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to the CEO to CEO podcast produced by Dave Swerdlick and the incredible team at Uptown Podcast Studios. You can find them at uptownpodcast.com. Be certain to subscribe so you don't miss an episode with more CEO wisdom highlighting experience and insights from the trenches. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review and share with others. If you are a Minnesota-based business leader who would like to learn more about being part of a peer advisory roundtable, check us out at ceo-roundtable.org.